Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 524. What would you buy if you had an extra $50? $500? $5,000? By Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Now let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. What would you buy if you had an extra $50? $500? $5,000? By Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. When I first started reading personal finance blogs, there was a chain letter-like post I saw many of my favorite bloggers copy. It answered the popular question, what would you buy if you won the lottery? Most people opted for a million-dollar prize and talked about how they'd first wipe out their debts, then buy a bunch of stuff and invest whatever was left over. Back then, this blog is officially four years old today. I couldn't bring myself to copy the post because one million dollars seemed like a number I'd never be able to touch. It was a fantasy, a pipe dream. Why bother thinking about something that would never happen? Two weeks ago, however, I saw a post on Pinterest that asked a much simpler version of the same question. What would you buy if you had an extra $50, $500, or $5,000? Obviously, those numbers are a lot more tangible. You don't need to win the lottery for it to happen. You could get an extra $50 by selling something, $500 through picking up some side work, or $5,000 via a large tax refund. And these smaller windfalls come at us many times throughout our lives. The problem is that most of us find out the money is coming and decide how we are going to spend it before it's even in our hands. This is a habit I established before I got my very first paycheck. As soon as I landed a job in high school, I added up all my hours over the upcoming two-week period and multiplied them by my hourly wage to get an estimate of how much money I would bring home on payday, about 175 bucks. After that, I did what most 16-year-olds would do. I made a plan to spend it mostly on stuff like DVDs and body products, and it was gone within just a few days. By the time I got my next paycheck, I was broke and had another plan for how I was going to spend the next 175. This is a cycle that continued until just a few years ago, and it is one that shaped my entire mindset around money for all the years in between. Things got worse whenever I switched jobs, got various raises, and saw larger and larger paychecks come in. Rather than save any of it, I always found things to spend the extra money on, things for my apartment, newer cell phones, my first computer, etc. The minute I knew I'd get an extra $100 per check or $200 a month, all I could think about was how I could spend it. The absolute worst was whenever I got large tax refunds. Rather than save or invest any of it, I immediately saw it as free extra money and blew right through it. And when I still had credit card debt, I usually used the extra money to pay down my balances, only to rack them up again. 
All of this is to say that I've essentially always walked around with this running list in my head of things I could spend money on. My guess is, the minute you read the title of this post, some of you wanted to comment and tell me how you would spend that extra money too. Maybe you'd spend $50 on new books, use $500 to spruce up your wardrobe, or put $5,000 down on a car or towards a dream vacation. I'm not saying any of those thoughts are necessarily wrong, but what you should ask yourself now is, how did you decide what you would spend the money on? Do you have a list of savings goals you're currently working towards? A running list of things you actually need to buy? Or were your answers impulsive, full of wants that would satisfy you in this moment, rather than needs that could help you for a while? The question posed by apartment therapy sounds innocent enough. In fact, it could easily be turned into another chain letter type post that we all copy and use to tell the world what we would spend our own extra money on. But the question is everything that's wrong with the money mindsets being instilled in us. Don't buy extras with extra money. When I started the shopping ban last year, I had no idea what kind of challenge I was putting myself up against. The goal, if you don't remember, was to save more and become a conscious consumer. I still feel like that was pretty naive of me to say though because I didn't know what that would look like. For my entire life up to that point, I'd bought everything on a whim but attached some meaning to it. So I'd buy this particular piece of furniture so everything finally matched or a decor item I knew would finish a room. If I could give it a purpose, I had no problem buying it. The problem, as you can imagine, is I didn't actually need any of it. They were all extra items above and beyond what I needed to survive and be happy. I spent my extra money on extras, and it was a complete and utter waste. Many of these items were the first to go when I got rid of 65% of my belongings. As of today, I'm in my final month of the shopping ban. With 11 months down and just 29 days to go, the number one question people have started asking me is, are you excited for it to be over? The truth is, I don't really care. From the beginning, I assumed that by now I'd have a long list of all the things I wanted to buy when it was over, but I don't. The shopping ban has forced me to stop and think about every purchase I consider making. And now I'm at the point where I can't justify most purchases. In fact, I've saved $2,600 in the shopping ban account and have no idea how I'm going to spend it. This is a good thing. It means I've made progress and achieved my goal. Not only have I saved more and become a conscious consumer, but I'm finally able to talk myself out of all the extras. If you were to ask me right now what I would buy if I had an extra $50, $500, or $5,000, the answer would be nothing. Quote, Virtually every day of our lives, we're trained to lean towards something we don't have, which essentially trains us to be dissatisfied with where we already are. End quote. That's a quote that has always stuck out for me from You Are Here by my friend David Kane, and it could be relevant to many areas of our lives, but I often link it back to personal finance. We're programmed, mostly through advertising, to believe we need more and more and more in order to have all our problems solved and be happy. For that reason, we consume, 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 and buy everything we could possibly need, and yet we're surprisingly always dissatisfied with what we have, so the cycle for more continues. Rather than asking what you would buy if you had extra money, maybe we should all be asking ourselves what's missing in our lives. My guess is the answer isn't something you can buy at a store. Think about that the next time you get a little extra money. You just listened to the post titled, What Would You Buy If You Had An Extra $50, $500, or $5,000? by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. 
Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. And that's gonna do it for us today. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day and I will see you in the Friday show tomorrow. That's where your optimal life awaits.